So what is it that you can do to decrease these problems? Well, there's three things that you can implement in order to do this. Now, please notice that I said decrease and not eliminate, all right? You're decreasing, but there's still going to be problems. But we're, we're minimizing the scope of these problems and the effects of these problems. So the question is always the same. How do I get into real estate investing if I have no money? How do I find deals? How do I negotiate deals? How do I find contractors and manage rehabs? How do I get the money to even buy these houses, to hold these houses? How does a rental work? How do you manage a rental? How do you manage tenants? How do you borrow money? How do you borrow money with almost no interest? How are all these things done and how are they done the right way? Well, I am John Barbera, and this is an investor's journey where we share with you how to invest in real estate the right way and how to get into it with no money, how to do this with real tactics that are working today in the market that we're in right now with things that we are personally doing. So welcome to the show. Number one, a detailed written scope of work. All right. Again, if you're not familiar with scopes of work, check out the link below. I'm going to be showing you the whole video that I did on how to put a scope of work together. But you want a written detailed scope of work because what this is going to do is it's going to eliminate a lot of errors, right? Because it kind of creates a checklist both for you and the contractor. So what this is, this helps you in is having them, okay, what is this scope? What is that scope? This involves this, this involves that. It helps when you have that tunnel vision, you have something to go back to and check. Did I make sure to do this, 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 this. And as you're supervising, as you should be supervising the projects, you take that scope with you to make sure everything is being done. It's also going to help you when paying them, right? As far as, Hey, I need another draw. I need another draw. Well, the draws were set on these scopes being completed and you're asking for a draw here when you haven't completed this scope yet. You understand? Like we can't, we can't work that way. Like it's scope completed, draw gets done, scope completed, draw gets done. And again, check out that scope of work uh, video because I cover everything on how to do the draws, how to do all of that. Another thing that a detailed scope of work is going to help you in is it helps you eliminate the, you never said that because you're going to get that a lot. You're going to get, you know, we, we, we never talk about putting lights there or we never talked about, you know, putting trim back on, even though we took it off. Um, all of that crap, it eliminates it because it's in the detailed scope of work. It's like, no, here it is. We talked about it. And guess what? If it isn't in the detailed, even if you tell me, Oh, come on. It's common sense. You should have done blah, blah, blah. It's not in the scope. That's your problem. That's your lesson to learn for next time. Make sure it's in the scope because just as the scope is going to protect you, it's also going to protect them. All right. So a detailed scope of work, it goes a long way to protect you during this. Number two is the second way that you can help decrease the chances of a partnership going wrong is you have a partnership agreement. All right. And this is a written agreement, not a partnership like, hey, you and me, we're good. <laughs> Handshake. No, 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 no. This is a written agreement between you and the contractor on your partnership. And it's going to dictate who's responsible for what. What are the compensations? What happens if certain things don't get done? You want a written agreement 
before you get into any kind of partnership, period, but mostly with a contractor. Now, if you will have contractors that they're like, oh, you know, agreement, that's so silly. My word is my bond. My word is everything. Anybody that gives you any kind of crap over an agreement is somebody you should not be doing a partnership with, all right? A partnership is not just for you. It protects them and it protects your investors, all right? The partnership agreement keeps everybody honest. And that is what's crucial about it, is that you should not have any problem with signing a partnership agreement if you are thinking about doing what you said you were going to do. So if the contractor is going to do what they said they're going to do and they're not planning on screwing you over, they shouldn't have a problem signing it. The same with you. If you're not planning on screwing your contractor over, you should not have a problem creating one. All right. And this is created by an attorney. Please use a real estate attorney to create a partnership agreement. They're going to make sure everything is in place and everything and your contractor should have it reviewed by an attorney. Now, if either one of you are saying, man, you know, I don't have the money for a partnership agreement. I don't have the money for this. That's a waste of money. Don't flip a house. All right. Because if 500 bucks is really that big of a deal for you, you should not be flipping a house because guess what? Anything goes south you are royally screwed. Everybody is. So especially if you use an investor's capital to purchase that home, you and the contractor both kick rocks. Now that investor is holding the bag. So a good partnership agreement is going to protect everybody involved. And it's a must. It's a must when it comes time to doing a partnership. And rule number three, you must be present. What do I mean by being present? I mean that every time a scope of work is going to start or finish, you must be there. Okay. They're about to start doing the siding. Go to the job site. They're about to start laying the roof. Go to the job site. They're about to start doing the floors. Go to the job site. They're about to finish the roof and get paid or the siding and the floors. Go to the job site. Why? Because if you are there every time a scope is about to start or finish, you're there early enough to catch any problems that might cause delays or money down the line, right? If they're about to do the tile, hey, just making sure we're laying the tile this way. It's going in this direction. It's going to these areas. It's not going here, right? You want to lay that out. Hey, you're doing the siding. All right, let's make sure. All right, so we're going this way. We're doing the proper flashings. We're making sure that no water gets in. Everything is sealed, right? Cool. Awesome. You understand? Like you need to be there. You gotta be there. Materials are arriving. Be there. Check. Here's the list of the materials that are getting delivered. Are these the materials that have been delivered? I mean, I cannot tell you the amount of times that we're there, the delivery guys are delivering the material, and all of a sudden we get the wrong cabinets. We don't get enough cabinets. We don't get the right flooring. Uh, a million things happen. With you being there, you're able to control that. Now, I know you're saying, well, that's what the contractor's for. Do you really want to rely the whole project on hoping that they do their job right? Especially when you've never partnered with this person before? No, don't do that. All right. Verify yourself. Eventually, if you guys have done a bunch of projects and you're clicking and everything is going amazing, by all means, let them handle the whole thing. But at first, you are responsible. You're the investor. 
take responsibility. That's why I say flipping houses isn't for everybody, all right? But if you're thinking of taking it on, these are the things that you have to do. Also, you want to be present every time there are inspections. Why? Here's a quick example. We had an inspection done on uh, one of our properties many years ago. It was the electrical. And they did a partial pass on the inspection. What does that mean? Is that they passed it, but then they also said that, hey, you got to make sure you fix these bullet points, right? So said to the electrician, I'm like, all right, so what's the process here? You fix the bullet points and then, you know, you call the guy back. Oh, no, no, no. You know, you as long as you fix them, it's good to go, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. It wasn't like that. What ended up happening is when they called for the final inspection, the inspector comes and he's like, what about these bullet points? Did you fix them? Yeah. You didn't call me back. Well, you know, you know, I was going to fix them. I don't know you were going to fix them. You didn't call me back. Now, what do I do? Do I have to force you to rip up the sheetrock so I can see that you did it? I mean, you can see the problem that de uh, develops here. Luckily, you know, we talked to the inspector. We had a whole conversation. We were able to kind of crawl in the crawl space, take some pictures, show them that it was done. Um, but it could have been a big issue. If the inspector really wanted to, he could have definitely shut us down and forced us to open up the sheetrock. And this was already a project that we were getting royally screwed by one of the, the main contractors. So you got to be present. And by being present so much, it actually shows your contractors that you're always there. And when it shows your contractor that you're always there, it makes it more difficult for them to try to get away with stuff or not show up to the site or maybe, you know, do loud music outside, bother the neighbors and make sure that they're always keeping a clean job site. They're keeping everything on, on task because they're like, hey, you know, the owners actually shows up quite frequently, you know, and that's something that we do on a consistent basis. John Barr, my business partner, he does all of our management for all of our projects. And he is there consistently every time there's a scope of work, material being done, every time. He's always there. He's always at every single one of our projects, checking in, talking to the guys, talking to the contractors, verifying, is this good? Is that good? Is this still going? Every single time, all the time.